We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Hit the guys up on the law office's Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. Morning, everybody. It is a new day. Well, that like rings a little more true to today, doesn't it? That's just not a line today. That feels like a feels like I was making some big statement there or something. It is a new day, Tuesday, January four. T-Row in the morning, showtime, coming to you live on the road, Waco, Texas, today, OU Baylor, OU number one Baylor, coming up here tonight. I'm with the OU men's basketball team. You're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, brought to you now by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. It's not going to be long, folks, until spring is here. And you're going to be thinking, golly, I need something new for the for the yard. I need something new for the house. Keep my guys at Extreme Outdoor Equipment in mind. Holy cow, what a day yesterday, huh? Just seemed like an innocent Monday. Uh, new Year's was over. We were going to kind of settle in, perhaps, to a little bit of normality. And then, bam! And then bam, and then bam. I mean, it was just uh, one haymaker after another, one big news item after another. And I'm going to imagine that uh, we got some folks out there wanting to chat today. Uh, It started with what I thought would be maybe the biggest news of the day, that Brent Venables landed one of the top assistant coaches in America. His guy, Todd Bates, from Clemson, will be coming to Oklahoma To coach the defensive line, huge get for OU. Bates, who had just signed a contract extension to stay at Clemson, will be the co-defensive coordinator as well. Big-time get for the OU defense. There are rumors, reports out there that they're close to reaching a deal with Jay Valai as well, who is the uh, corner backs coach, defensive backs coach for Alabama. Maybe that will have to wait until after the national championship game, but that he will be coming to Oklahoma as well to coach the uh, same position at OU. And uh, what a defensive staff. It looks like Brent Venables is in the process of putting together the last couple of pieces of. Looked like that would be the big news of the day. And then lo and behold, uh, right before we took off yesterday afternoon, Caleb Williams 
put on Twitter a statement saying he was entering the portal. Not that he was leaving OU, but that he was entering the portal. And then last night, Dylan Gabriel said, you know what? Uh, the weather's nice at Los Angeles, but I think I'd rather go to Oklahoma now that uh, Caleb Williams might be leaving. So Dylan Gabriel, who has been UCF's starting quarterback the last uh, three years, a couple of years, three years, is headed to Oklahoma via the transfer portal, his UCLA career never getting off the ground. So we've got, uh, we are playing, uh, uh, move the pieces around a quarterback at OU. We still do not know an official destination for Caleb Williams. Oklahoma seems more unlikely now, but perhaps not. We could talk about that. And uh, wow. TJ, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I picked the wrong day to do something yesterday that I hadn't done in a long time at the time that I did it, but actually I didn't. It it was fine. Uh, Had a very enjoyable time, but uh, it's right when everything was coming down and my phone let me know about it. So <laughs> we uh, we went to the movies yesterday, which I hadn't <laughs> been to the movies in a long time. And the movie started at three fifteen. Oh, and wow. uh, so, like, we get there to watch the previews and all that. A little about three, a little you know, a little after. And I hadn't looked at my phone, and all of a sudden, my phone just starts going nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? I see that, uh, and you know, we thought the Caleb news was coming down sometime this week. Uh, Parker and a bunch of people had started talking about it earlier yesterday. So I said, I knew as soon as my phone was dancing the way that it was in my pocket that I'm like, okay, he's announced he's in the portal. Uh, I'm talking, people were trying to get a hold of me like they couldn't, you know, function. Please help us through this. And I said, they're just going to have to wait until after Ghostbusters Afterlife. They're just going to have to wait. Yeah, so. that's the way it is. <laughs> that's the way it is. So. How was the movie? Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not winning any Academy Awards or anything. Was that because the anything. movie was good, or was that because it just felt good to be in a movie again? Both. Both. I enjoyed the movie, and I enjoyed being in the theater. Uh, me, Katie Bronx, and about mm, four other people. Um but it was a, uh, it was nice, and it was a, uh, it's a good flick. I enjoyed the movie. Hmm. Like I said, it's well, not, good. it's not going to win an Oscar, you know. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife. It is what it is. You go in with a good attitude, but uh, a lot of nostalgia in it, and uh, you know, they refer back Will to Murray the original make any appearances. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, well, I'm not going to say Actually, it, it's so been it out matter. for a, it's been out for like two and a half months. We were shocked it was still in the theater, and Bronx had been asking to see it. So, uh, yes, yes, the uh, uh, Bill and Dan and Ernie and uh, even some type of CGI with uh, Harold Ramis uh, all made an appearance in the movie. You had little baby, <laughs> you had baby, little baby Stay Puff Marshmallow Men running all over the place. It was a uh, how about that? It was a fun time. It was a fun time. And then I got to Good. check my phone afterwards, and it's like, what are you doing? Please text me back. How is you ever going to survive this? <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had, uh, like, then I got real worried, though, because it was like, uh, Brian uh, was calling from the station, and Drake had been calling from the station, and you had text, and I'm like, oh, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have ignored my phone, and then nobody really needed anything of any of that, but, you know, I answered your question, and 
the other two really didn't need anything of importance, so uh, we were all right. We were all right. My question was, can you do the last hour today? Right. And you said yes, so I will be out of here at 8 a.m. today, which for some of you out there, maybe the majority of you out there, is always exciting to hear. Because you're like, oh, sweet, TJ will be uh, hosting an hour. Because then you, a lot of you who don't call in when I'm hosting or uh, hate me get excited when I'm uh, out. So uh, spread the word, TJ, 8 to 9 today. Uh, so thank you for that. Well, what do you think? Uh, I think there was a mess of a stu- uh, some stuff going on yesterday. Uh, some I don't really like. Some, you know, that kind of... Made me sad a little bit. Some that was good news. Hell, I hate the world we're living in in college football right now. I just really dislike it. I don't like the transfer portal, little write-ups, you know, regardless of who it is. I don't like the, you know, please respect my decisions. It's just constant, man. It's constant with every program. It's, It's so much about the NIL now and... I get what Caleb was saying yesterday. It doesn't mean I have to agree with it. You know, it, it none of it's about going to the University of Oklahoma anymore or Georgia or Notre Dame or LSU or Central Florida, wherever it might be. It's just a merry-go-round of, well, it's crap for me. All right. You know, I put it yesterday on Twitter. I said, uh, college football right now is a giant garage sale. We got dudes buying up everybody else's underwear. So that's just what it feels like. And it feels like dirty underwear to me. So, hmm. Boy, that's a difficult visual <laughs> at any time of day, but especially at 6 a.m. <laughs> I want a dude with a write-up that says, I've been here for three years. I'm going to stay another year. I'll stay, too, with the COVID situation if they'll allow me. I love it here. Right. I want one you of those write-ups. Loyalty. I want one of you those. Want, I guess Theo Weiss kind of did that yesterday. decided to play for OU and is loyal to the brand. Come hell or I, high water. Like right? I said. It doesn't matter if my I, coach leaves. I don't know if it even it matters to matter me. It doesn't matter if my friends leave. I want to wear this logo. That's what you want. Yeah, and like I don't even care if it's you. I, I wouldn't mind if somebody just comes out and does it from some other top program. Yeah, says, this except is where for I'm Dylan at. Gabriel. We want him to transfer to play for us. No, yeah, even that, that. Even that, I was like, oh, geez, dude, you just made it to UCLA. You hadn't even unpacked the boxes yet. Like, I'm glad he's here now, now that we know the Caleb news. And obviously the way the coaches reacted yesterday, they knew Caleb wasn't coming back or had told him, you leave, you're not coming back. Because all that happened so quick, and then every coach had to, you know, send out a tweet uh, about Dylan Gabriel. So I don't know, man. It just I just doesn't don't, sit well. It with doesn't you. sit well with me. No, you're a 48 year old man. Uh, get off and my lawn! College football the way it used to be. Yes. Yeah. Take me back to '95. I got bad news for you, Grandpa. I know it's 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 here to stay. We're not putting the toothpaste back in the I know, tube, all right? I know. The genie's not fault. going back in the bottle. This is not my fault. It is all it your fault. It is not fault. my fault. You can keep blaming me for being an elitist, but it's not my fault. It's all your fault. 
I don't know exactly how yet, but by the end of the show, I'll figure out how to blame it. <laughs> You've only got an hour and 45 minutes today, so you better figure it out quick. <laughs> Everything, when I get upset about something going on in the world of sports, I always figure out how to blame it on TJ, and that always makes me feel better. So I just got to figure out how to blame this on you. And I don't know. It does, it, does it all? Does it make you feel at all a little bit better? that come next Monday night, your beloved Alabama Crimson Tide have a chance to hoist another national championship trophy. Does that ease the pain a little bit? No, I'm honestly not even looking forward to that game. I'm going to watch it. I'll probably be fired up uh, for a national title game come Monday. But just like the semifinals, I watched them. But I wasn't fired up for those matchups this year. But uh, of the two, yes, I'm rooting for Alabama to win another championship. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there was no doubt. Don't want Georgia winning one and gaining any momentum. Yeah, uh, I do. I, I had written that down as a topic to talk about today. Who should a Sooner fan be rooting for in this game? I'm not sure we're going to get to that. We'll see. Uh, that 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 could be pushed back a day or two considering the uh, quarterback situation, but... You're all screwed up in the head. I'll just say that, all right? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with you and your love for Alabama, but you're all screwed I up. I don't have head. love for Alabama. I just, they don't, oh my gosh. They don't oppose a threat to me. Like, uh, I, they don't what gain do any momentum is what I mean by that. They, the greatest Alabama threat. is, they are the greatest Alabama is what they are. Nothing's going to change with a win or a loss on Monday. Georgia can gain a lot by a win. So that's how I look at it. Participation trophy attitude right there by T.J. Perry. Does not <laughs> want to be the well, Aren't we supposed to be too talking late. about playing number one Baylor today? You're in Waco, and it's just been oh, covered right. up, too. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's Jeez. right. OU in Waco to take on number one Baylor tonight. We do need to preview this game. Hey, uh, coming up at 7.05, I think this will be interesting. Uh, we're going to chat with Mark Daniels, who is the play-by-play voice at UCF. You say, who cares? That's where Dylan Gabriel's been. He's going to give us a rundown on what the Sooners are getting at quarterback, both as a player and as a young man. That's coming up at 7.05 this morning. Before that and after that, I would be happy to take as many of your phone calls and text messages today as we can cram in this show. Phone number, 405-329-9000. Text line, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. I'm hanging out down here with Chip and JoJo today. We are live in Waco. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo and so much space. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of Toby and TJ back with you on The Ref. We're having a tremendous Tuesday morning out there. The swing of emotions for a lot of you out there yesterday. Hope you made it through. Uh, (laughs) Twitter was funny to watch yesterday because it was like, No! No! Yes! 
we're back, baby. Like they have had that swing like uh, twice yeah. now, three times probably in the last few weeks. And it was a complete meltdown around three o'clock and by six thirty-seven, whatever it was, it was like, yeah, look at us. We're Oklahoma. So I would love to know how yesterday went down. Like, I think they knew what was coming. I know they did with Caleb. Uh, I'm sorry. We can get into this. I completely cut you off. No, you're go, fine. Go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. No, this is the story. Like all the text, read? all the text. No, I don't. Uh, all the not right now. Um, I'll get into one a little later. But okay. yeah. So no, go ahead. Go ahead. All the texts are about Caleb, so it works. It works its way in. Yeah, I, I think they. Uh, I think they, by all accounts, and by a little bit of of. Uh, knowing what I'm talking about, they did their best to put together <laughs> this is weird to say for a college athlete, but unattractive presentation. <laughs> a, mar- uh, a, a marketing a, uh, 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 basically uh, campaign, yeah. They had to meet with Team Williams and make a presentation as to what can we do for you. And, uh, and, and I think there was a, a buy yesterday, obviously, a, well, that Castiglione Venables, um, statement was ready to go. So by the way, that in and of itself is amazing. Like an athletic director and a head coach putting out a statement that a student athlete is entering a transfer portal. Has that ever been done before? That got lost in the shuffle. Uh, yeah, I don't think it ever has been done before for any reason, transfer portal or not. I mean, I just don't remember right. it. So I think OU knew that was coming. But I would love to know if if it was orchestrated by Brent, if it was completely like the whole Dylan Gabriel aspect of it. I, I wonder if uh, – I just want to know how it went down. My assumption is, my, I guess my assumption is, you know what happens when you assume, that they knew Caleb was going to hit the portal. They weren't real happy about it. So they approached Dylan Gabriel and said, hey, as soon as he hits the portal, you announce you're coming here and, you know, and that'll be kind of a trump card on his head. I, I don't know. That sounds yucky when it came out of my mouth. I don't mean it like that. I just... I think they were like, you know, we're not going to sit around and beg and wait and be held hostage anymore by whether or not you're staying or going or whatever. We got a really good option, maybe a better option, but a really good option out here. If you're going to do this whole portal thing, then good luck. If you want to come back here and fight for your job with Dylan, so be it. But we're not going to sit around and be held hostage anymore. Uh, And they told Dylan Gabriel, let's dance. That's what I think went down. That's, uh, but I don't know. I would. I just want to know. I want Brent to text me during a commercial break, please, <laughs> and let me know how this all, all the went inside down. information. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as quickly as uh, Dylan Gabriel responded, and some of the things went down, I think you're right, and I think they wanted to show, hey, we're going to make moves because we're Oklahoma. We're not going to sit around and wait on somebody. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's not like. It's chopped liver who is option B. It's like a really, really good player. 
like I said, maybe better. I don't know. Time will tell. But they knew, I guess they knew, that they had uh, a backup plan that was very attractive. So when did they activate that backup plan, you know? When did they say, uh, all right, what did they, uh, did, when did they hit the bat signal for Dylan Gabriel? He's out there on a beach in Los Angeles and goes, oh, hey, all you new teammates, nice to know you. Peace out. I'm going to middle America. That people <laughs> go to their games uh, at OU. That'll be exciting. Yeah, having not enrolled, all that, I mean, it was, there was some waiting there on his part, too, for whatever reason. So, I mean, he had an idea, obviously. Well, uh, yeah, I think OU said. Yeah, think, well, yeah, uh, exactly, Jeff exactly. Levy. Jeff Levy said, exactly. Hang on, dude. Before you go to, don't be buying books and supplies and stuff quite yet. Because we got a situation here. And if, uh, the, you know what hits the fan on this thing, we want you to come play for us. So I think he's been, I think that's, you know, probably. No, so well, what do we think about uh, Caleb? What's the, give me your feelings on Caleb. Or is that what people want to say? I would run. I want to hear yours first. Well, I don't have a pro. I don't have a problem with him as an individual. Like I said, my problem is with all of it going on. I don't like the transfer portal. I don't like how NIL is a part of it now. I don't. All that bothers me, Caleb. I get his situation. I understand his situation. Um. I think there's a chance that he does still end up at Oklahoma. I think that kind of, I don't believe in that as much as I did at about 5 o'clock yesterday. 5 o'clock yesterday, I was like, you know what, I think he probably comes back. He looks around, sees, you know what, this is where I want to be. And maybe he still does that. But with what went down uh, with Dylan Gabriel yesterday, I, I just don't know if that's the case. And I don't know if OU feels like they've moved on now. I Obviously, I guess they would take him back and have both those guys, but then does he flip back to UCLA? So it's just so – it's weird, man. It's all weird, and it's new for everyone. Nobody knows how to deal with it. Nobody really knows what the ramifications of NIL still are. It looks like a complete mess. I don't know what he's looking for right now at this point. Like, he was on a pretty big stage. He – may have had one of the most incredible performances of the entire season in the Cotton Bowl against Texas and was the talk of college football. He's got that stage here. Does somebody else out there have a three, four, five million dollar package for him? Maybe so. And kids obviously have dreams of the NFL and think they're going to be the first round pick and think that their life's just going to be cake and they're going to walk into the NFL and dominate and they're going to get long-term contracts but now it's available for them at this level and they've got to take advantage of it and I I get that like if it was my kid and maybe one place he's happy at but it's offering a million but somewhere else is like it's pretty good here too and we've got four million for you for this deal as a parent, I gotta say, you gotta take care of your future now. Hopefully, all the rest of that comes. But so I'm not mad at him. It's just it's disappointing what it's become to me. Yeah. 
I uh, agree. I think part of me feels bad and has empathy and sympathy because his world got turned upside down. All these guys did. Sure. And he put a lot of thought and energy and effort into making the initial decision to come to Oklahoma. Cross country, Washington, D.C., no ties here. Wanted to play for Lincoln Riley, helped very much put together that recruiting class. Um, and it looked like it was going great, right? He'd won the starting job and uh, was maybe briefly or for part of the season in the Heisman hunt and played great in the bowl game. And uh, so, but when Lincoln left, things changed. And the reason he came to OU left, he's not an Oklahoma kid. He has no OU ties. He's not deeply entrenched in the history of OU or any of that kind of stuff. He came here to play for Lincoln. Understandable. And uh, that changed. And so from that aspect, I get it. I really do. I really get it. Uh, I just feel like we've, we've, you know, I talked about him being a showman and how he plays like that and how he's going to handle this whole situation like that. Uh, That's all fine and well and good until you are, and I don't want to use the, I wish I could think of a better phrase than holding a program hostage, but when you are a player of that caliber, when you're the quarterback, you really are. You really, you know, everybody wants to know and he's he's stretching it out. And I understand you want to weigh your options and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I get it. And he should. He should weigh his options. What what else is out there? Is there a better fit? Is there a better quarterback coach for me to be the best I can be so I go to the NFL? I guess in this day and age, is there a better NIL situation for me? Uh, all of that should be evaluated and everything like that. Here, But I think here, my, what I think is going to happen is He's going to get in the portal and officially now start looking at whatever, Miami, Auburn, Georgia, you, you know, UCLA I saw last night was throwing their hat in the ring. Wouldn't that be a story? That's what I'm rooting for, by the way, is UCLA. Oh, that would be a great story. Oh, um, the quarterback flip along with going head-to-head with Lincoln would be a tremendous yeah, story, yeah. That would be great. Um, I think he's going to get in the portal. And look around and field these offers, and and uh, and probably whether it is now or a year from now or five years from now, look back and say, "Had it, I had it really, really good." You know, the the grass isn't always greener, and maybe there's going to be a better NIL deal out there or whatever. But unless he goes to You know, Georgia or Notre Dame, those are the two places I've heard that would be on an equal stage as OU, uh, equal opportunity perhaps to chase a championship. Um, The fan uh, fury that they have in Oklahoma, he's the toast of the town. He's a rock star already here. They love him, and... It's OU football. And, like, if he goes to a Miami or a UCLA or some of the other places that I've heard mentioned, 
I think he's going to get there and go, yeah, Lee, I had it really good. <laughs> and I got I got caught up in you know, everything. And I think, uh, like I said last segment, I think OU said, I understand, but we can't sit around here and wait forever. Yes. No, you got to make a move. And you can't. And if you want to come back, if you want to come back and fight for your job with Dylan, you got a great chance. I mean, he wasn't afraid to walk on right with Vandegrift here or with uh, Spencer Rattler here. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. wasn't afraid to walk on with Spencer Rattler here, according to reports. So I don't think he's. I know he's confident in himself. I don't think him coming back to OU is out of the realm of possibility, but it seems pretty unlikely right now. All right, let's get to some of your thoughts next. Live in Waco today, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The choice is easy in the new year. It's the Ref Radio Sports Network, your home for Sooner fans. Another turning point fork stuck in the road. One of the really interesting things now will be what does Marvin Mims and or Mario Williams do? Um, you saw Theo Weiss put out <laughs> the eyeballs and then the lock yesterday. Yes, and apologize. Like, oops, sorry for the eyeballs. Here's a lock. <laughs> Which it, I read it as if he was. Inter- he was impressed by the Dylan Gabriel move. That's, that's what, what I, I read. That's it what I thought too when I first saw it. So maybe he's good. Uh, there are many people who believe Marvin and Mario will go wherever Caleb goes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, the Dylan Gabriel move affects them too. I'm not sure, but um, that will be something to keep an eye on. The OU offense might. Look, well, it's unless Caleb Williams shockingly stays at OU, it is going to look vastly different next year. I like their options at running back. That's established. But what is going to be uh, – they're going to be very young at pass catcher, likely. Uh, if, if if Marvin does come back, he's got a chance to have a big time year in this offense with with uh, who's going to be coming back around it. But we'll see about that. And the offensive line is going to look completely different. Well, sixty percent different anyway. So that'll be interesting. We we might be entering an era here, TJ, with a defensive head coach where. We are more concerned with offensive recruiting than defensive recruiting, which is an amazing statement if you just let that hang in your brain for a second, <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering what the last few years have been like. Right, exactly. We, you may – I don't think there's any may about it. OU is going to recruit at an elite level defensively. Because of Venables and because of the coaching staff he's put together on the defensive side of the ball, I think OU's going to get better and more defensive talent than they've ever gotten on a yearly basis in recruiting. Better and more. 
and I think they're going to do fine offensively with Jeff Levy, but I think that is going to become the side of the ball where you have more concerns recruiting. Not great concerns, but more concerns. And, again, that is an amazing statement considering how the I think world it, we've lived in. Well, I think it's the side of the ball that you're concerned with all over the country regardless of who you are at this point. You know, quarterbacks, receivers, running backs – it's a uh, me world. It is a I want mine now. And, and what you're talking about, just from the recruiting aspect, I think coaches are going to have to deal with just even more so than the defensive side of the ball of guys just doing what we're seeing this year and the, the amount of transfers and just jumping places. So um, getting upset one day and then deciding, you know what, I'm out of here. I think that that's just going right. to be – Something you deal with around the country. We created part of this, though. I mean, we we are to blame for part of this. You cannot be in your personal life and politics and all this kind of stuff. It's me. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to protect me. And they get mad at a college kid when he does the same thing. That's the world we live in now. So... I mean, we got to kind of look ourselves in the mirror a little bit. Thanks, Dad over the way we've behaved in the United States and really on the planet the last couple of years and say, I'm all for capitalism. I'm all for everybody getting everything for himself. I'm all for a hundred percent this and that. Yeah. But not with my college kids. They should not be able to go. (laughs) You bum. They should not, they should not be able to go do what's best for them. They should not be able to shop themselves around. They should have loyalty to my school, but me, I'm going to do whatever I want. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. So, I mean, I believe the phrase is uh, something about a glass house and throwing a stone, right? Right, yes. Yeah. Prophet is on hold. This is always interesting. Good morning, Prophet. How did he not let us know this was coming? I don't know. Yes. I called Chris Plank yesterday morning, and I said, Caleb Williams was going to the portal. Oh, you I saw it, DJ. I got to give He saw it after everyone else started reporting. Hey, word is Caleb Williams is entering the portal. <laughs> no, 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 no. I believe it. Prophet sees the future. Oh, way to go, Prophet. Uh, Prophet, uh, I got to give myself good credit. Job. I, I told Chris Plank that was going to happen, and it happened that afternoon. Anyway. Congratulations, Prophet. Well, anyway, you know, it's just like I told Chris. This is a money situation. The parents are the ones that's controlling the situation for the good of their 18-year-old kid. And honestly, what's going to happen, the good old days are over. It's now a matter of money. And the Texas A&M and the University of Texas and the oil colleges that have the most money are going to be controlling college football. So it's a money deal now. And it's not the loyalty. It's not uh, a homebound sooner, true sooner. It's now about the dollar. And it's worse. The college football is going to hell. Because (laughs) now there will only be elite. Now, maybe, you know, you've got Alabama and, you you know, you've got Ohio State. They'll probably be okay because of the big names, but they do have a lot of money. You know what's weird? Caleb Williams went in the portal, and we got Ohio State and Alabama 
with two quarterbacks that I think are red shirt freshmen. They don't have that problem. They stand freshman, with their freshman. school. Now you tell me how that happened. Cause they well, could coach, go in. Well, their coaches are the same. Yeah. Their, their coaches are the same profit. That's how that happened. It's Nick Saban and uh, still there Ryan at Day. Alabama and Ryan Day. Yeah. Yeah. But whether it's Nick Saban or whoever, if, if, if the Heisman Trophy quarterback can make another eight nine million going somewhere else, why wouldn't he do it and leave Alabama? If Lincoln Riley were still at Oklahoma and none of this drama happened, Caleb Williams would not have entered the transfer portal yesterday. Well, that profit nobody's true. making eight or nine million dollars, and he's <laughs> definitely not going to make more money than he is at Alabama or Ohio State. And I think Oklahoma is probably uh, behind some schools, and I, I don't know about how much money they could raise and what the NIL possibilities are out there or whatever. But Oklahoma is not Southern Nazarene, okay? Oklahoma is still a big-time player in this whole thing and in the NIL realm as well. So I don't think Oklahoma is going to fall off the map because of NIL. They have to be aware of it, and they have to – you know, be really good at helping players achieve as much as they possibly can. But they're still a big boy. Well, you know, I feel sorry for the Arkansas, the Missouris, uh, the Nebraskas. They're, they're just going to have a hard time with this new change that we're having about the portal and about the, the money situation to the highest bidder. Uh, I'm just saying the elite, it's going to, it's going to, the elite is going to be, uh, it's going to be worse. The, All right. It, Disappointing you know, call today, Prophet. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I feel like that was very little predicting the future and a lot of talking about the past by you. That's not what we expect from you, Prophet. We expect insight, fortune telling, and looking ahead to the future. And you gave it to well, Chris Blake yesterday. You didn't give it to us. A little upset. You gave it to Chris Blake. You didn't give it to us. We've been good to you, Prophet, through the years, and you gave your scoop yesterday to Chris Blake. That hurts a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I was right, and it happened, so, Toby. That's right. No, I know you were right, but you put it on the wrong show, is my point. Well, the truth is truth, and facts are facts. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, Thanks X-Files. Appreciate it. See you later. There it is. The Prophet. We'll hit some of your text messages next. Hey, everyone. It's KJ Kindler, OU Women's Gymnastics Coach. Listen to me every week on The Plank Show as we talk everything OU on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. The T-Row in the morning show brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment in Goldsby. You all right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got a little bit of a, I got a little bit of a chest congestion. Going oh, on. no. Not COVID. Oh, Not COVID. no. I tested yesterday. I'm okay. negative. I'm, okay. Uh, I've taken my, uh, I have got my, uh, my regular, uh, bronchitis, my twice, three times a year. I think the weather chains got me, but I've got just a tad bit of congestion and I'm being medicated for it. So 
Uh, send the flowers to my house. TJ can get you the address. <laughs> uh, extreme outdoor equipment, by the way. Uh, exit I-35 at 104B, just two miles south of Riverwind. They can help you with the uh, RV world. It's on fire right now, but they have the inventory to get you out on the road and get your family traveling this summer. Or bad boy mower, whatever you're looking for. They've got it all. So big thanks to them. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. You guys are busy on here today. You act like something's going on. Uh, Dwayne and Norman on Air Comfort Solutions text line says, I wanted to mention my excitement that our QB finally decided to enter the quitter portal and how ridiculous the joint statement from OU was. However, that's water under the bridge since we now have a new quarterback heading to Norman. Well done. Numerous ex-Sooner players quickly supporting Dylan Gabriel is very, very interesting. Was Dylan in the portal? Well, Dylan went from UCF and transfer portaled himself across country to UCLA. Mm-hmm. When you transfer, as I understand it, you do not sign a letter of intent or anything like that. You just enroll in school and get after it. Well, since classes haven't started yet at OU, then he is not locked in at UCLA and was able to then change his mind and come to Oklahoma. That's my understanding. Right, and I don't think he had enrolled at UCLA yet, so that, you know, the door was still wide open for him. Either hadn't enrolled or classes hadn't started or something like that out there. T. Rowe, I'm missing the old classic opening of the show with a series of audio clips of bumper music, especially Never Been to Spain this morning, which I played that out of the open. Um. (laughs) Well, I will will let the listener know, this show used to start with uh, some great, uh, not great, some of my calls of football and basketball games. And as soon as we went to uh, statewide and all the new radio stations and stuff, TJ cut that all out. So <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if it was requested by station managers. It, it was requested, the, uh, yes. Other places. Yes. But it was uh, taken out, and uh, it's a little curious. I'm not going to lie. It's a little curious. Caleb is a tremendous talent, but if he doesn't want to You know to you're not here... going to get in trouble for playing highlights, right? Like, every radio station in America picks up our highlights and plays them. Yes, I know. So nobody's, nobody's going to get in trouble for playing highlights. You're talking about in our open. Do you want me to put them yeah. back into the open? No, I'm explaining the text message. Hmm. I'm explaining to the listener what happened. TJ got scared. I didn't get scared. Something. I did not get scared. And, uh, I was told by some people, now, hey, we need to cut those highlights out, light. not because of any rules, because of time length. They wanted more of you and less of your screaming. Yep. They just wanted you uh, talking. I don't know. Yep. That's it. I'm putting this them all back in. I'm putting 100 I'm putting hundred highlights back in. Well, I mean, I liked them in there because it meant, meant I had to talk less. <laughs> Our open ate up the first eight minutes of the show. <laughs> that is true. I think that's why I was told to remove them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gigi, you've got to get to some of the listener text messages when we come back. All right. We're live in Waco today. The number one ranked team in America hosting the Sooners tonight. We'll talk about it next hour. When we come back, though, live to Orlando, the man who's been calling Dylan Gabriel's highlights the last couple of years, Mark Daniels, joins us live back after this. <laughs> 